provide you with a unique look at the action from this outstanding conference. This podcast will focus on the quantitative-based performance of the teams and players in the conference. I've developed a performance rating for basketball players called the Player Productivity Index, or PPI. The PPI rating incorporates all of the standard statistical values for a player, which provides an objective basis for the impact the player has on the outcome of the game. The added feature of the PPI rating that sets it apart from other ratings is that there's a game pressure factor that's included in the rating. In other words, added influence is placed on late game situations in which there's a small point spread between the teams. The PPI rating rewards players that perform in these clutch situations. The PPI rating is composed of a wide range of standard basketball statistics. The rating includes points scored, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks on the positive end of the rating, with extra emphasis being placed on assisting a three-point basket versus a two-point basket. On the negative side of the rating is missed shots, turnovers, and fouls, with extra emphasis being placed on live ball turnovers versus dead ball turnovers because live ball turnovers provide a better scoring opportunity for the opposing team. The other component of the rating is is breaking the game into low, medium, and high pressure situations. An added multiplying factor is introduced to the game statistics in medium and high pressure situations to provide added influence on the PPI rating for that player in the game. The PPI ratings are a computed number and they need a sense of relation to fully understand the numerical rating for a particular game. And so an average PPI rating for a college player would be in the low to mid teens. A player with a rating in the 20s would be considered above average and a player with a rating of over 30 would be considered elite. Over the three seasons I've computed the ratings, there have been only two players that finished the conference season with a PPI over 30, Trace Tinkle of Oregon State in 2019 and DeAndre Ayton of Arizona in 2018. Unfortunately, there was not a postseason conference tournament last year, but I do determine a a tournament MVP and an all-tournament team based on the PPI ratings for the tournament games. I compute an overall tournament PPI by adding the first round game PPI to two times the quarterfinal game PPI to three times the semifinal game PPI to four times the championship game PPI. The second podcast for the 2021 basketball season will be a recap of last season. I will provide the PPI rankings for the players during the conference games. I'll identify the conference player of the week for each week and I'll list the top 10 individual performance during the conference season. I'll provide a ranking of the year-long team ratings, which provide a quantitative assessment of each team during the conference season. I compute all games for a player's PPI, 
when I focus on the conference games, because these are the games that provide an assessment against a common set of opponents. The final component of the second podcast will be a key assessment that defines the success and or failure of each conference team. I'll use the PPI ratings and trends to define key components that define each team's season. In some cases, an individual player may peak with high PPI ratings when the team wins and low PPI ratings when the team loses. In other cases, the trend assessment of the opponent's PPI rating may be the determining factor for a team. In other words, the success of of several teams was based dependent on the defensive performance against their opponent. I highlight the team's home and road record when the differences in records were striking and identify the key non-conference victories acquired by the conference. The 2020 season was a dramatic improvement for the conference over previous seasons in that the conference beat several highly rated teams in the non-conference season, which most likely would have benefited the conference when the NCAA tournament committee would have selected the the at-large teams for the tournament. I plan to publish a weekly podcast that will be available for downloading after the weekend games are complete. I will compute the PPI ratings for all games and develop my conclusions for each game and trends that I'm observing over the course of the season. I will identify the player of the game for each team and name the conference player of the week. I'll also list the games that are upcoming in the following week but will not provide any predictions on the outcome because that's outside the scope of this podcast. I hope this provides an appealing description of the podcast that will be published throughout the upcoming basketball season. The rating system provides a comparative assessment of the performance of the players and the teams of the conference. I'm eager to hear comments and recommendations from you for the content and agenda of the podcast. Comments can be sent to ppianalytics seven two four at gmail.com. I also urge you to spread the word about this new podcast to friends and family that would be interested in the content. This podcast will review the completed games in a unique manner that will provide a new way to assess the performance of the players and the teams in the conference. Thank you for listening to this initial podcast, and let's enjoy watching the latest basketball season for the Conference of Champions and review the completed games on future podcasts throughout the season. Before I sign off, I want to give a special thanks to my son, Chris, who gave great tips for editing the podcast and making it into a great presentation.